What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Woke. My name is John. I'm Joseph. Welcome to our second episode of the vaccine series. We're going to talk about the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Every episode. Every episode. Do you Say, hear about that a Southwest pilot? Yes. Love that's it. That's awesome. Maybe we should talk. We'll talk about that in our weekly recap. Yeah, we will. All right. Um, okay, so what we want to talk about today. Uh, obviously, when we look at the vaccine, there's a lot of potential different motivations. Um, and this is obviously looking at it as if maybe our government doesn't have our best interest in mind, which I think is always a, a lens that we should have, especially in a place like America where we have the chance to do that, mm-hmm. um, keep our government in check. Um, I personally think there's a lot of potential uh, foul play motivations with the vaccine. Uh, and I say that mainly because I think there's a general amount of statistics that prove that it's not that effective as a protection against COVID-19, or right. at least not enough that we should be mandating it. Yeah, definitely not enough to mandate it. So if that's true, why are we? There's got to be another motive there. Because if our science professionals are noticing that it's not doing that much, then we would probably be focusing in other areas, right? Right. And our scientists say that natural immunity is better. Yes. That's factual. And a large majority of the population already has some sort of natural immunity. So it's really, it's worth looking into why our government is trying to mandate people who already have natural immunity to become vaccinated which it's pretty proven that natural immunity is more effective and that after you have natural immunity getting the vaccine seems pointless yes yeah so why take a risk yeah and we've talked about this the whole premise of vaccine technology is to give you immunity so that you don't have to get whatever it is, right? Exactly, yeah. So to say that natural immunity all of a sudden doesn't work is counterintuitive to the science of why vaccines work. Yeah, pushed by the administration that keeps saying follow the science, which is so frustrating because you're not following the science. At all, yeah, at all. So we want to talk about a couple potential motivations. And the whole purpose of this is we want people to think outside the box, not to create conspiracy, but to be open-minded to other possibilities. Because if, if you just go through believing whatever the media says, then um, they can do whatever they want as long as they tell you they're doing something else. And I think we should always condition ourselves to be in a place of open-mindedness to these things. For sure. So uh, some concerns. I wouldn't say that they're possible motivations, but some concerns. Um, A lot of the people that funded the creation of this vaccine are people that actively speak out on population control. Mm Mm-hmm. I listed this under concerns and not possible motivations because I have seen very little to subsidize the idea so far that it's like an off switch for a lot of people or, um, and there's even just motivations like, okay, if it is an off switch, why would you off all the compliant people? Exactly. That those are your voter base. Those are the exactly. people. Gonna- and obviously if we get into the conversation of population control, if someone, de- if someone is demented enough to do that, they might not care who they're killing. But it's still hard for me to look at it and go, yeah, let's kill all the people except for the far-right, gunslinging, crazy conservatives that could overrun us. You know what I mean? Like, why would you off everyone except for them? Um, And as one of those people, I don't want that to happen. 
Yeah. I don't want, I just because other people have different opinions of me doesn't mean I want them to die. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, no one wants that. But if, if they did, I think this is kind of a crude way of going about it. And to your point, Joseph and I were talking about this earlier, this could be a test run, which kind of leads into the second concern, which is that this is a compliancy test. Yeah. Your vaccine status tells the government whether you will comply or not. Yeah. Comply to not even law complied to demands that Correct. have no backing because they can't because of our constitution yeah, right now currently, so can they get away with unconstitutional orders without making it law because they're just going to tell you to do it right exactly and so far they are they're they're throwing mandates around having people lose their jobs in all different types of cities all because they want to right. completely against our constitution and they're really not getting enough backlash from our leaders of the country Correct. They are in certain states, but when you look at the country as a whole, I feel like the large majority of the leadership in this country is not standing up for people's rights of having religious or medical exemptions to this vaccine that is not as good as natural immunity and a good chunk of the population already has immunity. You add a little, yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolute yeah. logic. The struggle is most of our leaders are not using logic. They're using what's not gonna what's gonna yeah. make the least waves i, I don't feel like yeah i agree with that i definitely think they don't want to make the most waves but I, I i don't know if i would take the approach that they're ignorant to it i th- i think it's very calculated and i say that i think it's calculated i think some are calculated in it i agree with you but i think some are oh i think they're rushing followers. it i i don't think i think all of this was planned to a certain extent. Actually, something I'm diving into for one of our future episodes I've been reading into that's really interesting. Um, The molecular structure of COVID-19 and the vaccine have patent numbers Mm -hmm. that are associated all the way back to what I'm finding is previous to 2010. Yeah, it goes back a ways. So how do you look at that and not think this is planned is my point. With that being said, <laughs> mm-hmm. I am very open-minded to the possibility that it's not because that's, um, I think that is kind of the dream conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. Like if you're going to sell, nice. it feels nice. It's a cool evil villain story that we can all get pissed at. But, um, and I, hopefully by the time we record the next piece of this, I will have an actual factual list of things to discuss. And if I do continue to find what I'm finding, I actually will die on that cross because so far it's looking airtight. I'm not looking on, you know, farright.com for patent numbers, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking in the registry. So right. um, when we look at some of these things, it's like, okay, is there a possible negative motivation when a pandemic that ruined our lives and now a vaccine that's making billions were both patented years ago? That should cause all of us to come to a screeching halt and go, no more. I will not comply to this anymore. And you back that up with the fastest vaccine rollout of all time. Why was it fast? And and again, that kind of strips away my original opinion of the vaccine where I'm like, this is dangerous because it hasn't been tested. When in fact, it actually was patented like 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? Which is, yeah. So that's where there's so so much hidden information on this. And for everyone listening to this, this is when we say that we have evolving opinions, like I'm researching this and I've changed my opinion almost every day that I've read about this stuff. Cause I'm like, my original stance is I am not going to take the vaccine. Cause I think it's dangerous because I don't think it's been tested well. Mm-hmm. 
and I've had COVID, so there's no point. But also it's like, now I'm retracting that. Mm -hmm. I think it's dangerous because they patented it 10 years ago for a disease that didn't exist and so happened to come out of a bat, right? Yeah. Whatever, dude. So I we're changing our opinions as we do this research and we would, then this is why we, we say that you guys should do your research mm -hmm. because your opinions will change as you learn things. We don't, you know, we don't want to live in an echo chamber. If all we do is listen to Ben Shapiro, Charlie Kirk and like Stu Peters on rumble, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if all we do is listen to those three people, then we are going to have a limited representation of what's going on. For Not sure. that anything they say could be wrong, but if all you hear are those things, they could be missing stuff. Yeah, we live in the age of information. Like, as I'm doing all this research, there is just so much information. That's why we're changing our minds and kind of, a, not necessarily changing our minds, but evolving our opinions is because we live in an age of information where there is just so much information, your mind literally can't handle it all. Yeah. So as you uncover more and more and more and more, you're okay gonna to learn more and more things. There's gonna mm -hmm. be a lot of documents on these things, especially if, 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 if it goes all the way back to 2010, there's gonna be years and years of studies and different things coming out about this. And even through the time period of now, how many different studies and opinions have been done on COVID and the vaccine separately and comparing them to specific people when it comes to diabetes or obesity, when it comes to the elderly or young people, there's so much information. It's it's daunting, but we can't just listen to one source and just say, oh, this is this is done factual. You'd like, that's it. Right. There's there's just too much information. So we need to diversify our opinions and Absolutely. diversify our information. And it's okay to change your opinion. I think so many people don't yes. change their opinions because they're prideful, because they've already stated their opinion and they don't want to retract it. For sure, especially like in, I see that a lot in like our friend groups and yeah. things like, like if you're in a friend group where it's like the vaccine is terrible, you almost feel uncomfortable if you came out and be like, well, I, I, I'm actually learning some things about it. And a lot of people are not open to learning new things Correct. that go against what their original thought is. hundred percent. So but two people can also see the same evidence and think two different things. Yeah, for which sure. Which is also okay. Yes. It's also okay. That's why we have checks and balances because one person could see a federal income and go, oh crap, that's never worked and that's always created third world countries. But the other person could go, well, you know, we're moving towards a place of AI taking over people's jobs. So maybe just for people to survive in a world where robots are doing their jobs better than humans, we might need some form of supplement income, right? Mm -hmm. There's two people can see the same thing and the same world and think two different things and that is okay, mm -hmm. completely. So, okay, to move on to possible motivations. The the big one that I, this is where my mind goes every time. Um, money makes the world go round. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see this mainly in, so everything that we say on this show, we correlate with past motivations, right? Um, so last summer, when some doctors were finding 99 percentile recovery rates in using hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin paired with zinc and quercetin and all these. Um, and they immediately were like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't do that. And we went from an over-the-counter $6 drug is now not even allowed to be prescribed for malaria, which is what it's actually used for. Yes. 
now they're snuffing doctors from giving those prescriptions because they don't want people to know that it works. That was very clear. Like if you look at the pattern of the information coming out and the media shutting it down, it's very clear that that was the motivation. We don't want people to know about this. It wasn't, it doesn't work because I went back actually when this all came out. And if you go back and read the transcripts of the testing they did with hydroxychloroquine, the WHO was giving 2,500 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine to people the average dose, if I'm remembering correctly, is 100 milligrams. Yeah, they. If they you take 18 Advil, you're going to have liver problems or kidney problems, right? It's it's a very simple. Too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I those studies, I'm shocked even held water in these conversations. Well, so they that, don't. But but, but people they looked at them. As but such. they did. That's the problem. They did. We're, we're letting things that have absolutely no legitimate science behind them, mm-hmm. right, take over, right? So, um, and they didn't even test it paired with zinc, which was what these doctors were saying is working. Because for those of you who don't know, the whole theory is zinc will block the reproduction of spike proteins in your blood cells, but zinc cannot get into your blood cells without something transporting it. Right. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and quercetin are... Um, are drugs that will transport zinc into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. So by pairing the two, you're going to have this buildup of resistance towards COVID and recovery rate against COVID. Um, so the idea that they were just saying like, this by itself doesn't work, this by itself doesn't work. You're right, it doesn't. That's not what they were prescribing. Correct. Okay. So when we look at these things where a $6 over-the-counter drug could have been the opportunity, and now they're making, you you don't have a shot and or no pun intended, you don't have a shot in some places of getting food, going to a grocery store, living a normal life without getting their drug that is making these big pharma companies billions of dollars, with a B, billions of dollars, right? Yeah, they're, they're not a government agency. They're in it for profit. Correct. So that's one of the biggest possible motivations I see for this whole thing is just like super juicing big farm, which by the way, lots lots of these big elite companies are heavily invested in big pharma mm-hmm. heavily and big pharma heavily sponsors our media i saw this hilarious reel recently where it was like all the big cnn abc nbc shows they're all sponsored by pfizer yeah and i was like you can't do you can't have a show telling everyone pfizer's safe you should take pfizer you have to take pfizer when that show is sponsored by pfizer that's like a very clear conflict of interest like if you do that with stocks you're going to go to prison yeah. So I, there's I that to me is the most possible um, from everything that's in the limelight now. I think that that is the most likely um, possible motivation, um, and that's not factoring in any safety issues. That's just strictly like maybe they're just trying to wring a profit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the other one is control. They're seeing what they can get away with. I think you know Joseph and I were talking before we we recorded this, and Joseph made that point. I think it's brilliant. They they're seeing what can we tell you to do without making this a law. And how far will you take yourself so that we don't have to? Hey, you can't go to church anymore. You can't do this. You can't shop. You can't eat unless you get the vaccine. That's not law, everybody. You can do it. I mean, private businesses hold the right to do so, which I, I don't know where I stand on that necessarily. I think it's wrong t- in a medical sense. Yeah, that's a that's a real struggle when it comes to private. Because I believe in the freedoms industry. of private businesses, but also I think they're violating HIPAA. So I'm like... I. I don't really know where I stand on that yet. I would lean towards probably not allowing them to do that because your medical privacy is important. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that they're definitely, I think they've gotten a pretty cool list out of this of who will comply and who will not. And it's given them a blueprint for control in this country. 
Yeah. It's it's crazy how how many people just blindly listen. Oh, I know. They don't take the time to care about it. Yeah. Like I I'm a naturally defiant person. <laughs> Me too. Okay. I, I like to get fired up. I'm naturally defiant against anything that anybody wants to tell me I have to do. Like, let me be clear. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm defiant. And when Joe Biden comes out and tells me I have to do something, I just giggle inside. Like, try to force me. <laughs> right. Yeah. You. And that's not out of a place of violence. It's, it's just not. It's, it's like genuinely. Genuinely. Leader, like, leader of the free world. Our public servant. Make me do something. Right. Yeah. I really try. Yeah. See how that goes for you. Because here's the bottom line. If he actually tries even more so than he's already doing. I mean, we've seen him try and his poll numbers are horrendous. Yeah. That's why we're like, try it. Because we know what it's going to do. It's going to make everyone resent you, except for the tiny group of people that are demented enough in their thinking to think that what you do is okay. <laughs> like, we all know that's the outcome. So when you hear people saying, come take it, come take our guns, come do this, it's not because they're just cracking Red Bulls sitting at their front porch yeah. ready to shoot and it's you. not that we actually want them to no we it's, want but we it's want, like show your hand yes try it yes and see and show who you are yes because guess like, what stop talking about it when if you either do, do it or don't when you do it's gonna go horribly for you yes because you're not gonna get to the point where you successfully do it in this country no like, well I, I i i think there is a chance of that and what I mean, there and, is and it's honestly but not it's without the route they're taking but currently. not without going through violence that's true. But the, the more we go down this road of compliance, the closer we get to that. As they slowly chip away at our gun rights, like when when the the federal government decided that we weren't going to carry, I don't remember what it was, they basically took away constitutional carry in a sense, right? Certain states said, no, it's not happening. Luckily here in Arizona, Ducey said, if that goes against our Second Amendment rights, and we're not going to follow suit with it. And they just keep doing these little subtle things, and they didn't fight it when Ducey said that. But it's still in their law, right? So they just keep slowly chipping away and seeing who's, gonna, who's going to comply and just leaving them alone. And then whoever's not going to comply, we're going to keep trying to make them How can we continue to manipulate enemies. you? Yeah. Yes. We're going to keep making the enemies. We're going to keep their life uncomfortable until they decide, you know what? I'm not I'm not willing to stand up for this anymore. And they're just dwindling the population of people who are willing to do that. I think nowadays, compared to 10 years ago, there's a lot less people who are willing to stand up for what they believe in than there was 10 years ago. Because I they completely don't... completely agree. They're hopeless. People feel hopeless because this put down culture of if you don't follow what we're going to do, your, your life's going to fall apart is truly affecting people. People are losing their jobs everywhere. And this has happened for 10 years now. I mean, just little things that you used to say that would offend people in the me too movement, people lost their jobs over. I don't agree that somebody should lose their job over some of the things that were said, but guess what? We didn't fight it that much. I didn't fight it that much. I should have fought it more, but it's this slow movement. And you look at 15 to 20 years ago to where we are now, we are getting closer to the world of them controlling our day-to-day -day life because they do more now than they used to. And they're doing a good job at manipulating us. Oh, they're doing a great job. Yeah. But we need to continue to point out where they contradict themselves. We need to continue to point out that Joe Biden, you do not have the lawful right to force us to take vaccines period 
and as as Americans, we need to keep fighting. We need to continually fight this slow movement towards a government being able to control everything we do. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, again, the whole point of this episode is just to bring things to the forefront of your mind and say, look, there's possibilities besides that this is for your well-being. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we're at the point where it's pretty clear that the entire drive of this vaccine is not public health. I feel confident enough to say that I, I don't think that is the prime motivation. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, you, you, uh, I was doing research on it this morning. The success numbers of every single vaccine is plummeting currently. Johnson & Johnson is factual. below a 3%. Johnson & Johnson hit a 3% success rate. Now, Johnson Johnson, when you compare it to other vaccines, is absolute trash. Let's just say that. If you're out there and you're thinking about getting a vaccine, I will say this. Uh, look other places than Johnson & Johnson. It's horrible. It's they, terrible. They did good with... Success rate is terrible. Yeah, they did good with no-tier baby shampoo, but yeah, not, not vaccines. Not vaccines. So uh, I, do your research if you're going to get the vaccine on which one to take because they're not all equal. I oh, know, no, like, not at all. That's one thing that the, the government's not saying. They're just like, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. They don't even care that you do your research on which one you take. And that's another thing that just smells bad to me. I'm like, I, you don't even care? They don't. Yeah, it's just, it's... It's a push. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a blind push, which generally I distrust. That's again yeah. is, is a slight show of their hand into exactly what you were saying, that it is no longer about public health. It's not, it's no, not about public it's health. Not. And we hope you, we've given you a few potential, uh, things to think about. And we've encouraged you to go do some research because that was the whole point of this one. So yes. Well, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to our second episode of the vaccine series. We'll have more episodes out next Monday and Wednesday, and we will see you next time. Later.